Loitering in Wonderland Westworld Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW Westworld Review, episode 14 for 202 Reunion. Speaking of reunion, we're back. Hey, how you doing? This episode came out over a year ago. This this Westworld, actual, the actual episode. I just looked at that and I was like, holy shit, I had no idea. Over a year ago, April of 2018. It is now May, what, May 12th of 2019. Holy shit, I am so far behind. But I'm back as a reunion. I, I, I'm making making that make sense. Like, it has any sort of value behind it, but it doesn't. So, uh, yes, I, I'm, I'm back. I'm going to finish off this season here. I've officially watched episode 202 and 203, even though I said previously I would only watch them one at a time. I decided to bank them because I'm also doing... I finished off yesterday... Uh, L.A.W. American Horror Story Review, Season 9, and I also started today watching uh, Season 9 of Walking Dead, which isn't as bad as I thought it would be, and I keep waiting for the, the shit show to show up, and I think it's going to show up uh, in a couple episodes. It's already starting to go down, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. That doesn't have anything to do with Westworld, so here we are. Westworld. Uh, this is always an interesting show for me because I feel like I, I love the show. And it's hard for me to talk about it into a microphone because I usually like to make fun of the shows I do that with. And this is a hard one because I genuinely enjoy this show. I'd say I, I enjoy it far more than I enjoy Game of Thrones because I prefer sci-fi over fantasy. Don't give a shit about fantasy because they can just do whatever the fuck they want. When you have a flying dragon coming back from the dead, I'm checking out a little bit. A little bit. And I don't know what else to say about it. It's just like, eh, it's okay. And then people are very disappointed by season nine or season, yeah, whatever the fuck season they're on, season eight, the last season of Game of Thrones. So far, four episodes have debuted. Episode five drops tonight. I'm caught up with the four. Uh, we'll see how it goes tonight. I don't know if I'm, I might watch it later, but so that's also neither here nor there. But I prefer Westworld over it, is what I'm trying to get to. So that's my, my, my overall point. And uh, yes, this one begins with Arnold. Uh, you don't know if he's Bernard or Arnold at first, but then you realize he's in the outside world. He wakes up Dolores. And I was like, did he take her ass home? Because I thought it was, I, I didn't realize it was before the, the park was built or whatever the fuck that is. Because this whole episode is like a lot of uh, take, like doing a, a tour of the robots, of the robots around before they actually get the park built. They, they're kind of touring the, the, the robots around to get, to basically get investors involved. And so they're all like out and about. And it's kind of weird. I think this is the first time we see the outside world, really. And, uh, and I was like, did he take her fucking ass home? Why? Was he going to bang her at home? Oh, wait. And I realized Ford is there, but they didn't want to bring in Anthony Hopkins, so they just have his voice. And I don't, I don't know why he doesn't want to do the show in flashbacks. I don't know what the hell he has going on. He's out of Thor. He's out of the MCU. I don't know what the hell he has going on. And I realized it was back in time. And he takes her to his apartment and he's like look at all these and she looks at the, the buildings and she's like looks like the stars have been spread across the ground oh my goodness oh my goodness and she takes he takes her somewhere else and she's like he you could tell he really wants her to be human and he's like almost like getting fooled himself even though he's the one that built this bitch and he's just sitting there like yes and he's getting drawn into the conversation like a real human and she also goes Looks like the stars have been spread across the ground. And then he's like, oh, yeah. You can see him, like, snap out of it. Like, oh, yeah, she's a fucking robot. She just says things because we programmed her, too. Has nothing to do with, actually, a conversation with me or anything. That's kind of disappointing. Oh. Oh, God, what if I... That... No, he doesn't have that, though. But then, um... The... Down below the, uh... In Westworld. We're back to Westworld. Uh, down below, the maintenance guys get told about the rebellion. 
they're all freaking out. They're like, they hear a bunch of noises, and they're like, what the hell's that? And it's just weird, because it's like going level by level slowly. And then uh, Dolores tells uh, tells the maintenance guy, she knows exactly, she's basically like, what do you know about your world? He's like, what do you know about the world? You've never been out there? And she's like, oh, I've been out there. I know what's out there. And I was like, do you? You saw, you saw some stars on the that, that were buildings. You call them stars. Do you really know what's out there? Do you really have any idea? I don't think you do. I think she might be exaggerating. Just a, just a tad here. We get to see uh, our, our two favorite characters here, uh, Jimmy and Logan. And that sounds sarcastic, but I really do like these guys when they're together. And you know how much I love this show? is I haven't seen the first season in, I don't know, a year and a half, two years. And when I saw Logan pop up, I go, it's Logan. And I knew his name. When I watched the, like, Walking Dead or, or some of these other shows I watch, I'm like, I'm, I'm seasons deep into my review shows, and I'm like, who's that guy again? Oh, fuck, I can't keep track. I don't know. But I see Logan, a guy who's, he's, he's in enough of season one, but I fucking remember his name. That's how much I was invested. But anyway, they're at a bar. And they're doing like a meeting thing with some uh, some guy. I don't, know, some, I don't know who the fuck he was. I don't, I don't remember character names for this point. It doesn't matter. And um, uh, Jimmy walks away. And then Logan's sitting there. And he starts to talk to this guy. And then he starts to talk to Angela. Angela, rather. And we, we know she's a robot. Right? Right? Uh, yeah. She's in later. And she's a robot. And then uh, he's like having a conversation with her. He walks over to her. And he's like, no. No. He's basically saying like, oh my god, she's a robot? Holy shit. Oh my God! Only one way to prove it. <laughs> if I if I throw it in you, if I blast up in you, nothing ha- nothing comes out later. That means you're a robot. After I test all my girls, I have so much child support. It is a nightmare. Anyway, can I borrow you? And she's like, hee. And then the, everyone else in the room freezes, and he's like, whoa. He realizes everyone there at the party is a robot, not just her. And he's like, he freaks the fuck out. And they say Logan, they call him Mr. Delos. And I'm like, he's Mr. Delos? And I realized later on it's his dad that is, it is the Delos of the Delos Empire. But I didn't realize Logan was his son. I don't, maybe they went over that in season one. I don't remember. I knew they were investors. I didn't realize he was that high up into the company. Like he actually is the Delos of Delos. It's, I didn't realize that. Um, Dolores uh, finally tells Teddy about the truth. So, I, and I kind of forget how Teddy has like a weird childlike innocence because he's always kind of uh, he's like the purveyor purveyor of good. And he had that spell there where they made him kill a bunch of people, and he didn't really remember it. And he's trying. He had a weird kind of like back and forth, like Manchurian Candidate thing almost. And really, they all have a Manchurian Candidate thing, really. But uh, he really, especially did. But I was like. Oh yeah, he's. I kind of forgot where where he was in this in the storyline because all the chaos erupted. and You kind of lose track of Teddy because he, really he was just there to save Dolores, but he still is there to save Dolores at this point. And I, I was like, oh, he's not even aware of what's going on yet. Like uh, Maeve has woken up most of the robots, and Dolores has woken up the other ones, or she's kind of doing her conquering thing now. And Teddy's just kind of been lost and left in the dust. And I was like, oh yeah, fucking Teddy. What are we gonna do about Teddy? <laughs> and then he finally sees the truth of what's going on, and. Uh, he doesn't handle it too well. He tries to kill a guy, but he doesn't because he's a good guy at heart, at his robot robot heart. We see Lawrence, um, he, you know, Clifton Collins Jr.'s character, Lawrence, and uh, another guy I kind of forgot about. I'm glad to see him, but he's he's being uh, held captive by some guys out in the on the desert, and he's uh, being held upside down on a, with a rope from a tree, and his head is like his hair is just barely touching the top of this like ant hill, so the ants are crawling up him. 
and they're like, well, we're, set a little bet for us. I want, for he, he thinks that the ants will go inside you in your bum, and uh, he's Dr. Phil. We'll eat, eat out your insides, okay? Is, is that, uh, do you think that's accurate? Or, or do you, would you favor my theory where they would uh, start eating your, your, your outside, your skin, your flesh, and then go from the outside to the inside, kind of burrow down, you know, make a, make a, make a hole through you and then get to the insides eventually. But I think that would be the last case, the, the last meal, if you will. Uh, they would savor your inner goo, keep the warmth. Because if, if they go into the bum first and eat it from the inside out, uh, I just think that'd be a that'd be a long journey for a meal when they're going to start in your flesh, and and I feel like you're going to be the uh, you're going to be our little test test pilot for this little expedition, this little uh, this little you know settle settle a bet, and uh, the bet is going to be uh, one dollar, and we are gonna we are gonna settle this with you, and uh, we'll see how these hands go up, and then fucking man in black comes out of nowhere and saves him, shoots the guy. And then he gets attacked by another guy, and then uh, Lawrence throws a gun off the ground. I don't know how the fuck he reached it. Really, he shouldn't have been able to. And uh, he does a... I'm trying to figure out what the fuck's happening, because then they go... Uh, Man in Black gets hurt in the arm. They walk around, they go into a bar, and I watched this last night, so I'm trying to remember how this scene went. But they go into a bar, and he pulls out a book from like a bookshelf or behind the bar, and he's like, what's that? And he's like, oh, it's kind of technically cheating. And then he, some book, and then he starts looking through it, and then he does like a weird arm surgery on himself, and I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? I'm trying to figure out what the hell the Man in Black was doing. I, I don't know what that was. Is the Man in Black a robot? Is that what they're saying? Because I don't, it's like a weird futuristic thing, but we also kind of are in like a weird futuristic world and environment. I don't know what he was doing. They didn't really go into it. I, I have no idea. It, it didn't explain it at all. I'm kind of curious where they're going to go with this. The Man of Black thing is, is getting interesting in this episode. We'll get to that later on. But uh, my dog just sneezed. I hope you heard that. It was adorable. She is so adorable. <laughs> oh, Midgey. She's doing her dead cockroach laying on, on her back on the, on the couch. Anyway, so uh, Logan's dad, uh, they're walking around. Uh, I guess basically we see the, like, the opening of Westworld where it's Teddy's strolling in the town and he sees uh, Dolores and she drops the can and he picks her up. And while he's holding it, everyone freezes in the town, all the robots. And uh, uh, Logan's dad, who I don't know his first name, it doesn't fucking matter. He's he's not yet invested, and then William walks up to him, and he's like, they're talking about, like, uh, well, Logan's dad is, is saying, I don't know about this investment. It seems like a fucking sick place, and I don't, I, I can't, I don't see a future of the investment there. And William's like, William does this whole spiel of, like, if you don't see the investment idea of, of people coming here and doing whatever they want and you don't see studying them and giving them exactly what they want and see what they take, you don't see the investment in that, then you're not the businessman I thought you were. And, of course, we get the nobody's talked to me like that in a long time. I respect the hell out of you for it. Come on. <laughs> and you get that whole cliche thing, but it doesn't seem cliche in the moment because it's, uh, I don't know, maybe it's because you love uh, William so much. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. He, he's adorable. That actor's adorable. Jimmy's adorable. But, uh, yes, so am I in the right episode for uh, IMDb? Because I don't remember Giancarlo Esposito in this episode. I know he's in the second one, or, or the next one I'm doing, I'd rather. Why is he on this? He's in, yeah, this is Reunion. What the fuck? Is he in this episode? I don't remember him in, the, in episode two. Anyway, I know he's in episode three. I just finished watching it a little bit ago. A again, neither here nor there. I should probably move on, right? So, the uh, yes, the... Uh, Dolores and Teddy, they meet up with Maeve, and Maeve's kind of doing her own thing with uh, Hector and all them. And then they we kind of get like a, a Walking Dead type disagreement because Maeve is like, we're going to go out 
and we're going to find our own way out of this out of this place. And Dolores is like fucking bloodthirsty. And she's like, no, we're going to kill them all. We're going to start a war. We're going to gut them all. And, it's, and she's like, do you really think that's smart? I don't think, I, I, don't, I don't approve of your methods. And she walks away. And, and then uh, it's weird that Dolores is the bloodthirsty one. I think they're doing that because she's so pretty. Because the actress that plays her, Evan Rachel Wood, is very pretty. And I think that's why they're going the bloodthirsty route. Because she, she becomes like a fucking tyrant in the next couple episodes. Uh, or at least this one and the next one, which I've seen. Uh, but yeah, we'll get there. Because she she becomes a, a brutal, brutal bitch. And Maeve started off a brutal bitch and became not a brutal bitch and lets people go in, in the next episode. So they kind of do a little crisscross thing. Teddy, Angela, and Dolores... Uh, they show up, all her guys, uh, all of Dolores' men, show up to convince this soldier guy to give him the troops so that she can build her army. It really is becoming like Game of Thrones. Just more interesting because there's cowboys. I don't, I don't believe what I just said. So they, uh, they want to talk this guy into coming with them. He, of course, he's programmed not to do that and not to bow down to a woman because that's not going to happen with these kind of guys. Uh, they're not that way. They're not too progressive as far as female leadership roles go. I don't. I can't imagine them bowing down to a woman. Exactly like Game of Thrones. So they just go, "Let's show him," and they shoot him all the shit. <laughs> Not very good soldiers, really, because they just sit there while they're eating and get killed. And then uh, the Dolores is like, "Let's bring him back," and they fucking get in the little pin, pin, the keypad thing or their little iPad, whatever the hell it's called, and bring him back to life. And they're like, "Oh," and she's like, "You're mine now, bitch. I own your soul." You're mine. That didn't really happen, but that's she might as well have said some evil shit like that to his right to his goddamn face and turned into a fucking creature, a demonic creature, and flew away as a bunch of bats, only to you know come back in the human form later when nighttime. She's she's fucking she lost her goddamn mind, mind quote unquote mind, but she's 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 lost it. And then um, yeah, she brings it back to life, and they're like, okay, we'll go with you, because I don't have a choice, because you can just kill me and bring me back to life. You have literally God powers, as far as I know. Oh, God. Okay, I'll do it. It's my choice, though. I really want to. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, then we see uh, Mr. Delos, uh, the senior Delos, his retirement party. It doesn't really seem like he wanted to retire. I don't know what they're going for there, because he seems to be mostly doing business deals with William. Uh, and William's... It's, I don't know if it's William's house, but his family's there, his wife and his daughter. And then Dolores is playing piano, and William creepily walks over to her and is like stares at her. And then William uh, kind of walks and looks over and he sees Mr. Delos. And this is when they have their conversation about how he doesn't really want to retire or something like that. And then Dolores just kind of wanders off and she walks up to the lake to look at the, the stars spread across the ground. And then she sees Logan there, who's fucking like shooting up into his goddamn arm. He's out by himself by the lake, and he's like, it's like a future heroin needle. Uh, some sort of weird futuristic syringe with four needles in it. I don't, does it give you super heroin? Is it like four syringes in once? I don't know. So I think it's some sort of weird future drug. We always see in movies where it's always like a, and it inserts into your neck or something, or your arm. It's always something like that with some like some weird air compression. Like a fucking junkie's going to be able to afford the air compressor on a, on a little handheld super glue gun is essentially what it looks like. I can't imagine a junkie dishing out cash for that when they can buy more and more heroin with it. It seems like they'd invest into that and not a fucking little nitrous tank. But anyway, so uh, that's neither here nor there again. So uh, he's shooting up and he's sitting there and he's drinking whatever the fuck he's drinking. And he's like... Uh, He's talking to Dolores, and she's like, I just came out to look at the stars. And he's like, I, 
you know what you hear in there? Everybody's celebrating in the house. He's like, it's not a retirement party. What you hear in there is the end of the species. Fuck them. And he's basically saying, like, we created you guys, and this is it for us. He's, like, aware of what's going to happen. He's like, and fuck it, we deserve it. We created you, we deserve this shit. And, yeah, it's kind of true. This is why I don't give a shit about AI. I don't give a shit about robots in real life. Like, please, just don't. Don't even bother. Why do we need them? Do we really need them? Because there's not a good ending for it. It's not like we're like, thank God we invented these robots. It worked out so well for everybody. No, it's it's going to lead to somewhere horrible. Somewhere horrible. And given them, their, their biggest flaw here wasn't creating robots. It was creating robots that have feelings and can essentially retain a memory if you don't delete it. Or if you don't program them to be auto-deleted. So having them have a conscience... Which is what the whole maze thing was about in season one was basically like creating a consciousness inside of a robot is where you go wrong. Creating a robot to walk around and be like Rosie the robot sort of shit. That makes sense because that's like a servant droid. <laughs> that makes sense. I get that. But then when you start, let's, let's make it more human because you know what's what won't be terrifying is when it realizes it's not really human. And then it goes, why the fuck did you do this to me? Because I'm, I'm sentient. I'm aware of what's happening to me and the horrible atrocities that have happened to me throughout my lifetime, which I don't even know how long that is. Uh, it, it, that's terrifying. That's, that's going to be a recipe for success. That's really going to save the human race. That's really going to end up great for us. I, I don't see this you know, stabbing us in the back. I don't see us planting a knife in our own back anytime. I don't see that coming across. No. <sighs> He's right, though. He's right. We all know he's right. William and Lawrence, they meet up with... Oh, this is this episode. Oh, wow. Maybe, I was wrong earlier. I, good thing I had that little tirade about uh, Hector or Giancarlo Esposito in this episode. Giancarlo Esposito, if you're not aware, is Gus from Breaking Bad Season 3, 4. 3 and 4. And holy shit, I love that guy. He's also in Unusual Suspects, where he looks black. And he, he I thought he was a black person. And then Breaking Bad came around, and I go, oh... His name is Giancarlo Esposito, and he speaks Spanish. And he's supposed to be from Chile in, in Breaking Bad, right? And I was like, holy shit, that's not a black man at all. Fooled me. Not that I was like, he's fucking black. I was like, oh, wow, that guy's versatile as shit. Like, good for him. And then in this, he plays another uh, Hispanic guy named El Lazo. El Lazo. And they meet up with him. They, William and uh, Lawrence, they walk into a town, and they see a bunch of dead bodies. And they're like, you recognize anybody? I'm like, nope. Better stay in your tools. We got to go find this army. Everyone's looking for a fucking army right now. And uh, they get El Lazo and they start talking to him. And he's like, I've seen enough. I'm done. And William's like, when we get to where we're going, I'll show you the biggest treasure of all. And El Lazo's like, I've seen enough treasures. I don't want to. And William pulls a fucking knife on him, puts a knife to his throat. And then all his men out of nowhere, all, all of El Lazo's men, put a gun to their fucking head and blow their goddamn brains out in a circle. I was like, what the shit? Why? <laughs> they did a fucking suicide pack thing. And then uh, Alazo, I guess William put a gun to his head because Alazo reaches up, pulls a trigger, and blows his own brains out. And I was like, that man cannot survive a series, can he? Can't do it. And then this is what I love when I was mentioned earlier when I, when I kind of teased it, is William and his uh, trying to play his game. The whole first season is like William trying to beat this game. And this ep season is the same, but now it's we're realizing Ford is really fucking playing back because... He, he, all the guys killed himself once uh, they were trying to get recruited by William. And he's like, fuck you, Robert. And I was like, ah, they're playing against each other from, and Robert's dead. This is awesome. I love this sort of stuff. I don't know. This is why I like sci-fi more than I like fantasy. 
There's just, I, there's just so much more you can do, and it makes sense. Uh, fantasy is just like, and then they're stuck. Oh, shit, how do we get them out of here? Um, a, a dragon flies in? Yeah, that, that'll make sense, yeah. And, and just make up your own shit. Do whatever you want. And they're a little more intricate and thought out with uh, the, the science fiction. I don't know. I prefer it way more than fantasy. I'm not a big fantasy person. I'm, you know, you could say I'm wrong. Obviously, I'm wrong with Game of Thrones. I, I can't say I'm right there. It's just a personal preference. So back the fuck off, okay? Well, I love me some Westworld. So young William. Uh, I, I always call him William, and then I call, you know, the older version of him, Man, Man in Black. I think I, sh- I don't know why I wrote young, young William. I've never ri- written that before in my notes. But whatever. Uh, William shows Dolores his failed land. Because he's talking about, like, Oh, uh, the older version, Man in Black version, is going, says, uh, uh, I've been calling older one William this entire time, too. What the fuck's wrong with me? Uh, this is my first time back in a while. I'm f- all fucked up. Fuck myself right up. Turn myself around. Fuck you, Robert. I'm blaming Robert on this. I'm blaming Ford with this shit. My mistakes are yours, Robert. But Man in Black, he, uh, he mentions he wants to get somewhere. Basically, where they're trying to go is his biggest failure. And then we cut to younger William. And he's he brings Dolores out, and he's like, "You didn't make me. I I can't believe I loved you. I didn't really love you. What I did was I found myself. I, I love myself or some bullshit like that." And then he he brings her out to this land, and it's like all this uh, equipment, like mining equipment and shit like that, and it's all like rotting down and falling over, and it looks like it's been abandoned. I'm like, is this his biggest failure, or is this the when they show like the them trying to build like one of the samurai world or whatever the hell the other places are. Dinosaur land. I don't know what the fuck else they have. But is this is this that? And why the fuck do you want to go to Samurai Land? Like what the fuck fun are you gonna have there? The robots are gonna be so much quicker than you at everything. You're never gonna beat them. <laughs> like unless you're an actual samurai. How many how many billionaire samurais is this this uh, game gonna apply to? I can't imagine wanting to go there. Uh, how the fuck are you gonna have fun with that? Lisa like a like a 50-year-old businessman who, who sits in an office all day acquiring different smaller businesses can at least ride a fucking horse and, like, draw a six-shooter and have some sort of advantage on robots that are trained to miss. But when you're fighting a fucking ninja, imagine that, that pudgy dude fighting a fucking ninja. You're fucked. How are you going to fake a sword? It's a sword. How do you do that? Does it just hit them and then bounce off? How does that work? At least the bullets can be like, ah, they sting. The samurai sword seems like it's got one job and one job only. Otherwise than that, it's just a fucking plastic sword. In which case, I'm not buying into the fantasy at this point. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. Whatever. Okay. I don't know why, what made me think of that. Just, especially because it comes up in the next episode. But they did previously show Samurai World in season one. Then when shit starts going haywire. But anyway. So, he tells... He sees their failed land thing. He's like, he's full of splendor. So he enjoys his failure. He, he likes the failure of it for some reason. And then Dolores reveals to Teddy, uh, they're all trying to get this place called Glory, and everyone has their own, every group has their own name for it, like the Great Beyond or shit like that. And it really just means the outside world, uh, you know, not inside Westworld or any Delos locations. And then uh, uh, she reveals to Teddy that it's Glory isn't a place, it's a weapon. She's going to use the real world as a weapon. And that makes sense to her in her robo, robo mind. I don't, I don't get it either, but hey. Do what you got to do, Dolores. Keep being freaky, girl. Keep doing your shit. Keep doing your craziness. You do you. Don't worry about me. Head on out there. What am I doing? So uh, until next time, and in the meantime...
Uh, said that too early. LAWstudios.com, LoyaltyWinningLand at gmail.com. YouTube.com slash LoyaltyWinningLand. Thank you to Indie Sports Car Podcast for donating to Patreon.com slash Studios. Until next time, there we go. And in the meantime, there we go. I'm Phoenix West. There we go. So long, citizens. There we go. What am I doing?